going on black people this oh, is yeah. our month this is our time we it black, is february hallelujah to jesus this is another episode of the jigsaw <laughs> podcast i am your boy josh rogers and i am black brian hair <laughs> black brian hair listen <laughs> it's black history month it's black history month we are here for another episode um this is the podcast where you know it's gonna be extra black but we do the yes, thing sir. so we talk about the perils the praises the productivity mm-hmm. and the pomp and circumstance of being black male millennials in this american world brother how are you today you know i always say it's a great day to be black mm-hmm. but it's even better when it's black history month ain't it though yeah we celebrate black history month you know 366 25 8 25 8 but you know when the whole world has to acknowledge that it's black history month mm-hmm. it's something beyonce and- said bow down <laughs> <laughs> honor this melanin in our dna please do it yay so it's just a, it's just a, even though we all know you know other folks probably really don't care it still gives us a certain level of pride to where we can just and does because you know i work with all the colonizers so i got um <laughs> angela davis quotes all on my whiteboard <laughs> And it's written in black, red, and green ink. I took my time, okay? And every time they come in there, they're going to they gonna acknowledge, shoot, the heritage and the history that we celebrate. You don't want to talk about it. They don't want to talk about it. Mm-hmm. They don't want to talk about it. Um, so, yeah, Blackers Month is great. And Blackers Month has been, we about two, three days in. Two, three days in, yeah. How's your Black History Month been so far? It's been good, man. Mm-hmm. I um, this is also a month where I'm doing like a consistent workout every day, mm-hmm. so I'm taking care of my black owned body. But it's <laughs> it's been good. It's been really good uh, so far. Yeah, nothing crazy's happened. I mean, twenty 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 one has been twenty twenty one, mm-hmm. but other than that, you know, how about yours so far? Oh, uh, it's pretty good. I'm trying to think what the blackest thing I've done since this Black History Month. Um, oh, that's a good thing to talk. Ooh. I don't know what's the blackest thing I've done during Black History Month. Hmm. I bought I, I um, you know I uh, I bought some more Lowry seasoning salt because okay. I had ran out. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what kind of diet I'm on. We gonna use some seasoning salt. <laughs> um, I ain't really done too much black stuff recently. I'll probably, I'll probably wear a dashiki, dashiki tomorrow. Wear your dashiki tomorrow. More dashiki tomorrow, just because for the culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, I use Miel Cosmetics in my hair tonight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I washed my hair with uh, Miel yep. Cos- with Miel shampoo. So, you know, yep. that, that works. I did right. their mango and honey leave-in conditioner or something and curl prep. Mm-hmm. It's great stuff. Great right. stuff. Great do you, stuff. Do you remember African Pride? Yes. What happened? Is that, is that still a thing? It is. I feel like I, okay, <laughs> I need to go buy some African Pride just, yeah. just because. I use their hair oil still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm black. Are you black, black? I'm black, uh, black. And then they used to have like some little seeds in their little pomade. What was it? Mm-hmm, they grease. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure is. I'm gonna I need, you know, we need, we need to get us some blue magic. <laughs> we do. You need to put that in your beard. <laughs> Forget that scotch porter. Put that blue magic on there. <laughs> and go you, real. You be right here smelling like aluminum foil. <laughs> Brother. 
<laughs> Whatever that smells like. All right, black oh, folks, man. let's let's be real black with our hairstyles this, this month. Yes, uh, all get, the kinks them, and curls and coils and everything. Right. And if you're going to have baby hairs, make sure you use that pro style, that black gel. That black gel. <laughs> that black gel. That black gel. And it leave a little pink residue <laughs> on it. <laughs> make sure you got your, your, your toothbrush so you can just, you know, lay them baby hairs down. Mm-hmm. But yeah, kinky coils. Um, no, don't put no heat on no hair. Don't put your, don't put no heat on your hair this month. Don't do it. Well, you, well, well, Madam CJ put the heat on the hair, so it might be. Don't put no chemical in it. Okay, no chemical. Don't put okay. no chemical. Don't no, put no no, no lie. Don't put no no relax. It just get, get you. As a matter of fact, you know, this is what you don't do. Don't mm-hmm. use the um the uh, what is it? What is the straightener thing? The one they use now. Uh, <laughs> um, not you the, know, the flat clear. iron. The flat. You don't lose no flat iron. Mm-mm. You get you a hot comb. A hot comb and put it on the stove. And put it on the stove. <laughs> And you go and you take your time. And if right. you ain't got no burnt scab when you're done, you didn't do it right. Right. You, you didn't take do them it right. burn. You take them burns with pride. You take them burn. You put you some neosporin on there. You keep on moving. <laughs> no, you put some butter on there. Yeah, some butter. <laughs> look, some my butter. grandma's a little, little dishwashing liquid so it won't scar up. Right <laughs> <laughs> here, all soapy. <laughs> Get you some cocoa butter. And put it on there. Yeah. We, we gotta be real black this month. We, Get you some all cocoa the butter. Yeah, and don't get the palmas. Get the one in the in the in the brown bottle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the one. I can't remember the name, but get that one. The oh, African man. probably African pride too. They, right. <laughs> they made everything. 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 Um, speaking of black, mm-hmm. um, Wendy Williams. She black. <laughs> Child. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, so I, you know, I she had the movie to come out in the bi- biopic came out. Mm-hmm. Did you see any of them? So, okay. I I plan to. Sounds like roles are oh, reversing. Wow, I plan it sounds to. like. Uh oh, don't do I, that. I, I know this. I know what this sounds like because do this that. is me. Don't <laughs> do that. Don't do that. <laughs> so I had I actually planned to, and I forgot. And then I was scrolling through the medias of socials, and somebody posted about it. By the time I put it on Lifetime, the biopic had went off, but the documentary had started. So I've seen the documentary, the the, the two hour joint that went after, but I haven't seen the actual movie yet. Okay. Have you seen it? I, I saw the movie, but not the document. The movie oh. is is funny. So look at us. One plus one equal two. Look at it. <laughs> we got we got a switch in the in the coming days. <laughs> but I, I will, you know, I'm not. It's not a spoiler. But they recreated mm-hmm. the scene when she fainted on national television with that um, with the um, America. What's the Lady Statue Liberty, Liberty thing? That, yeah, I cackled. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it, that was you know I was nervous for Wendy, but it's it's funny now that she's okay. It's funny, man. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. Yeah, we can talk about it. we'll talk about it next week. Uh, hopefully, take some time out. I think it's worth. And the thing is, I, I'm not really a Wendy Williams fan. Me either. Um, because she's just she's just just ugh. I'm I'm gonna um, say it this way. I respect her. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily always respect what she does and her mm-hmm. approach to it. Right. Right. Um, and, and that's my thing. Like, if, I mean, because good, bad, and different. Wendy Williams is entertaining. Oh, yeah, definitely. So you can't take that away from her. Oh, yeah. But she's just, you know, I, I get it. If people said they didn't mess with her, vibe with her, I wouldn't be mad at it because I get it. So, yeah, she's box office. But, uh, oh, you got to see the Charlemagne that they have in the movie. Okay. Is he a bad one? I'm, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you. 
just obvious. Okay, I'm I'm gonna watch it before before Sunday. I'm gonna get it in. Okay, we'll talk about it next week. I'm gonna get it in. We'll talk about it next week. Remember this, because I'm gonna actually watch it. Unlike what you promised to do most times, I, I end up watching them. It just takes me a while to watch them. Have you watched Power Two? I have. <laughs> we well, the we series, ha- the series, but we have not. Lauren and I have not made it together to the. Uh... And we're moving, so. <laughs> 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 I think we're on the season finale. We're on okay. the season finale. Okay, I'll let you add it. So yeah. we got two things to talk about next week. We do. We're going to talk about we got it. Two things to talk about next week. All righty. Uh, we got a song of the week? We do. Okay. Um, and I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to te- text you the song of the week. Okay. So you're going to pass it to me? I'm going to pass it to you. Pass me. I don't want to say song. what it is. Okay. But I'm going to tell you what it is. And then I, I want you to sing it. Okay. Well, text it to me. Okay. And I'm gonna check my messages real fast. All righty. Should I be a good voice for this song? Oh, you're gonna, to, oh, you need to be an amazing voice for this song. Okay, well let me let me go get me some. So, <laughs> since we've been extra, but let me go get me some sweet tea. <laughs> the man of God really wanted to go get some sweet tea. This is this is a, a black a black moment in podcast history. Okay, I'm back. All right, I'm back. I, I entertained the Saints when you when you were gone. Okay, okay. So, okay. do you have the song? Yes, I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I I got it. Oh my God, you you trying to you trying to think I'm a singer for real? It's it's only right. We we uh, the the song of the week has to be this. Okay. Ooh, Lord, Lord, Lord. <laughs> Let me give being a bubble, being a bubble, being a bubble. Okay, let me let me let me channel the ancestors. <laughs> you gonna need them for this one. Mm, I think I'm gonna start there. I think that's my key. <clears throat> okay, that's it. All right, he did this to y'all. <laughs> he did this to y'all. <clears throat> Lift every voice and <laughs> sing till earth and heaven ring. Ring with the harmonies <laughs> of liberty. Let our rejoicing rise. I ask the listening skies, let it resound loud as the Excuse me. Rolling <laughs> sea. Sing a song full of the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought. Yes, yes. Facing the rising sun of a new day, a new day begun. Let us march on till victory is won. Hallelujah. Oh, bless him. <laughs> you saying that like a Tri-City singer. <laughs> yes. Ooh, shout out to James Weldon Johnson. Yes. <laughs> he, he penned that poem. 
He and did. turned it into a song. You hear me what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He didn't do it by himself, though. He had Jay Rosman Johnson, his brother, put the music to it and turned it into a song. Lift every mm. voice and sing. Mm. It, it was only right that we start the song loop with yes, that. Yes, we had we had to for this month. <laughs> you, were in, you were in good voice, too. Listen, I, I didn't even plan on doing it this week, but Brian did this to y'all. <laughs> he wanted me to cut up. So he didn't even tell. This was a surprise song. And here we are. Look at us. But I'm always willing to sing the Black National Anthem. Because I don't always. stand up for that other one. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't stand up for that other one. No, sir. Brother, you ready to get this show officially started? I'm ready. Let's get into it and let's go talk about some black excellence in the Bless Up Report. Yes, sir. In the midst of confusion. Yeah. In the midst of persecution, the Lord is still all right, we are here at the Bless Up Report. Nothing has changed. This is Black History Month because always in the Bless Up, we are you know celebrating and saluting black folk doing black things. So we do black great things all the time. We make history every single day. Um, but yeah, we want to highlight and shout out and bless up uh, Nick King. Okay. Um, those that may not know him, have you heard of Proud Puff Cereal? Mm-mm. Well, <laughs> we know we understand here the Jigsaw. We believe in buying black, um, but I don't think I've ever owned uh, black-owned cereal. No, nah, me either. But we have it now, Nick. Okay, yeah, Nick King created Proud Puff Cereal. It's the first black-owned cereal brand company. All that kind of good stuff. Proud Puffs is a plant-based, vegan-friendly cereal enriched with all natural chocolate cocoa excuse me cocoa that packs a delicious chocolate punch just like black people we just we just all that chocolatey goodness and we just hit you with all the stuff that we we have um <laughs> so it's not necessarily in stores at the moment but you can go on uh his website uh proudpuffcereal.com uh you can also do a few things you can go to proudpuffcereal.com to order but you can also um there you don't crowd source funding okay um as you know those that do not know <clears throat> it's difficult for black entrepreneurs to get funding for ventures and things of that nature yes it is so uh if you want to support it you can buy the cereal pre-order the cereal but you can also um be a patron to um get the company off the ground uh so yeah so please do that go to proudpuffcereal.com and also follow them on proudpuffcereal on ig um because i you know it's black cereal why not? Why not? Bless up to y'all. Bless up to Nick King and Proud Puffs. Yeah, bless up. <clears throat> so, um, something different. We're going to do something different today for okay. the bless up. It's going to be a bless up black history moment. Okay. Let's do okay. it. So, um, this was a good one. Um, and, and honestly, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I did not, I was not familiar. Okay. Um, with this young lady, but uh, Christina may jenkins oh i know about miss jenkins <laughs> and that is, is jenkins is a black name so we yes, know that yeah, yeah 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 so brief bio right so okay. um christina jenkins uh was born in 1920 so we know this is a long time ago i mm-hmm. uh, graduated a degree in science in 1943 uh from leland college near baton rouge you know she went to learning how to make wigs however Okay. This is why she's important to the culture. All right. Tell us. She is the one who created what we call hair weave. Yes. So all y'all that's wearing the Brazilian silky and the and the all that stuff and the bundles on bundles on bundles, thank God for Mother Jenkins. Cause if Mother Jenkins didn't have that 
process. Listen. Of of sewing down them, sewing down <laughs> on top of your sealy braids. <laughs> you put down that them cornrows. Mm-hmm. You get your jail braids on, and then you put that that them get them bundles. You get that yaki. However long you want it to be. <laughs> Sew that mm-hmm. stuff up on in there, and it lasts months. It lasts. Yeah, some of y'all need to wash it. But listen, <laughs> but it lasts. What, one thing that makes me itch, and I don't. This is the pet peeve of all pet peeves. Okay, when when they have the sewing, but they leave that piece out at the top. Right. Well, well this is the th- a lot of women do leave the leave out. It's the, it is the it is the people who didn't do it, like Miss Jenkins told them to do mm-hmm. it, because they don't they don't be flat ironing that <laughs> that part. Right, they don't be texturizing that part. <laughs> Like that makes me itch. Like just just in the morning, you know, just if you can mm-hmm. get the hot comb we talked about earlier and just yeah, get that hot blend comb. It. Blend because it. that thing be separated. <laughs> that that yaki be just that thing be looking, looking smooth, like, and then your hair <laughs> it just separate look like oil and water. But yes, uh, Black History Bless Up um, for Christina May Jenkins, who you know, if it had not been for her. We don't, know where, we don't know where people would be at this moment. We don't know where your hair would be. We don't know. Edges would be gone. You got to cover up the edges. <clears throat> you got to. Some of y'all just bald, <laughs> so you you need some. You need some. You got you got a fro like me. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so bless up. I love it. I love it. I absolutely love it. Um, this week in the Billboard, bro. Um, we're at this moment again. Mm, we are here. Um, and when I say this moment, mm-hmm. it is the, you know, I feel like the billboards turn to the bereavement. Like we need to just add an obituary section like the newspapers because mm-hmm. 2021 has just done that to us. But this time it is one that hit a little bit closer to home. Mm-hmm. She was our auntie, our grandma, our mama, our big sis, depending on how mm-hmm. old you are. All of the things we are giving a major honor salute and a rest in peace to the legendary queen herself, Miss Cicely Tyson. Mm. Um, she's an icon. She's a legend. She passed away at the age of 96. She would have been 97 had she um, lived until her birthday in December. But her career has spanned decades. I mean, Cicely Tyson was what mm-hmm. we know Cicely Tyson to be since before I was even born. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so much can be said about who she was and all the different roles that she played. Way too many to name. But one of my favorite ones actually was her portrayal of Annalise Keating's mother oh, yeah, and how to get one. away with murder. Mm-hmm. And when the show started going a little crazy, she was a, a real saving grace. Um <laughs> In the show, and I'm so glad that um, the show was able to end prior to her passing, because um, you know sometimes it gets awkward that way when they have to do this other stuff. But anyway, she has been a staple in so many movie roles and so many careers, and um, and to know that she started off as an administrative assistant. Mm. And then got picked up um, to model for like Ebony and Jet, and then mm. from there got approached about acting. So this wasn't even necessarily her career path, and mm. she killed the game. So she killed lived a, a long life. Um, her book is coming out in April, her memoir. Um, so she was able to finish that. So let's all, when that comes out, let's support it. Oh, um, let's make sure that we buy it from independently black-owned bookstores. Yes, sir. Um, that's what we're going to do. We're not going to give Jeff Bezos any more money. He's already been stealing money from um, from poor people by not paying them the wages that they are due. <laughs> so we're going to make sure that we support 
all the black stores uh, and all the things to honor Miss Cicely Tyson's legacy and her last body of work. So uh, rest in peace. And we're praying for all the family and all of her loved ones. Um, Ryan Coogler. Ryan Coogler, we know, is that guy. Um, black excellence when it comes to movies and production, and he mm-hmm. is getting that bag all over again. Writer, producer, director extraordinaire has inked a five-year deal with Disney+. Plus. Uh, apparently, Disney wants to develop a Wakanda TV series. Oh, my God. Um, I'm excited about it, but I'm also very nervous. Right. Because we have no definite answer of what the Black Panther movie is going to be mm-hmm. since we lost um, King Bozeman. Mm-hmm. So, um, I, I make again... I, I think my excitement is going to increase even more once we see Black Panther 2 mm-hmm. because it's going to give insights where it's going to go. So, uh, but at the same time, I have a great amount of confidence in Coogler and I know he's going to honor the legacy and create something that's really, really, really dope. So mm-hmm. I'm not really worried, but I just really want them to get it right. Right. I'm going to be honest. I want them to get it right. Um, one of my least favorite people, um, T.I., <laughs> And uh, <laughs> and his his wife, Tiny, are in some potential trouble. Mm-hmm. Um, a former associate of the couple of the Harrises mm-hmm. uh, went to social media, bro, and they talked about some pretty egregious allegations against mm-hmm. the couple. The woman alleges mm-hmm. that T.I. assaulted her and held her at gunpoint. Uh, she also alleges that T.I. and Tiny gets down in some sexcapades of some sorts. Mm. Um low-key some sex trafficking type Mm. stuff (laughs) where tiny was like finding women for ti and all these different Mm -hmm. types of things and of course they have vehemently um denied the allegations um but the accuser insists uh, that she's telling the truth and went as far as to take a lot of detective tests to confirm her truth um the story is still developing but you know what is also still developing is shekinah (laughs) tiny's friend story (laughs) she's been on the media's Actually saying, girl, she was like, well, girl, you was you was widow with Tiny getting uh, girls for T.I. Like, wait a minute. That's your friend. So if your, oh, if your goal was to defend your friends, you're doing a very bad job. <laughs> you're doing a very bad job. <laughs> terrible job. Um, terrible job. But anyway, that story is developing. Um, and that's just, that's wild on some levels. Um, mm-hmm. On just some levels. I, I, I hope it's not true. Right. But I'm also one not to victim blame and silence and gaslight. So I cannot speak against this woman's um, experience and her perspective and her story. So mm-hmm. we're just like, Lord Jesus and Christ, send, send, send your angels. Send <laughs> the <laughs> African ones? Yeah, the same ones that, 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 that guaranteed us the actual election. <laughs> Them the ones. <laughs> the ones that went against Paula White. The ones we need. Um, that he needs rather because we we ain't in that kind of trouble. Um, right. <laughs> on a lighter note, our uh, one of our most modern queens, Stacey mm-hmm. Abrams, has been nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. Mm-hmm. Um, the former Georgia gubernatorial candidate, and you know she's our superhero. She's been nominated for the prize, and the announcement was made by. Um, politician in Norway's parliament um, and he said that Stacy's work follows the footsteps of Dr. Martin Luther King's fight for equity and civil rights and we know Stacy deserves this and so much more mm-hmm. um, I think Black Lives Matter was honored or nominated as well oh, yeah. and here is one like low key I kind of want to know all of the qualifications Brian mm-hmm. to be nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize because here is my dilemma you ready right. uh-huh. Jerry Cushion was also nominated for a prize this How? year <laughs> How? So we got literally Stacey Abrams, great, 
Black Lives Matter. Um, like I agree with it, but I'm actually shocked that they got nominated. Mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it. I'm just really surprised. And then um, Jared Kushner, like, so I, they just be giving them things away. I here. feel like they just. <laughs> I feel like it was, you know, I, I bro, I don't know. <laughs> like you can go online and just vote. I feel, I feel like you can just go online and be like, hey, it's like All Star Weekend for the NBA. You know? Right. There it is. So, uh, anyway, but regardless of Jerry Kushner and his foolishness, Stacey Abrams is in the is in the lineup. We know how prestigious this award is, mm-hmm. so she definitely deserves all of the things coming her way. Um, are you familiar with Chloe? I mean, Chloe and Halle? <sighs> Am I? Yeah, <laughs> mighty God, that was, a, <laughs> that was heavy. Uh, <laughs> so we all know who Chloe and Halle are. They are um, they play twins. They're not actually twins, but they play twins on the show Grownish. Mm-hmm. They are the proteges of um, of our other queen, um, Beyonce Giselle Knowles Carter. We stand. And we stand. We stand. We are. We are part of the Beehive over here. And um, you know, so recently they they've grown up. They're adults. I think Chloe is twenty two and Hallie is like twenty twenty one somewhere in there. So mm-hmm. they are grown young women. And recently they have s- separated in the sense of having their own social media profiles. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, specifically individual Instagram pages. And Chloe has been using her her IG page to do, you know, what every other 22-something-year-old, mm-hmm. 20-something-year-old has been doing with IG. Busted challenges, silhouette, which I don't think she did silhouette challenges. You know what I'm saying? But busted challenges and, you know, burning sage and just doing what she wants to do. Right. Um, but she's been breaking the internet, and we're here for because she's living the, the best oh, of her yeah. life. Do it. What we are not here for is the Chloe slander. We're not. Because the internet is up here mad and up in arms. They're saying that this girl um, is just, you know, you know, being demeaning and disrespecting herself. And, and like I said before, she's using her page in ways that many normal or regular, mm-hmm. quote unquote, people are using their Instagram pages. You know what I'm saying? Lori Harvey. Uses her Instagram page in similar ways. Meg, right. Cardi, Nikki. Um, shoot, we can go down a list of these non-black folk, the, the Kardashians, mm-hmm. all these people, right, <sighs> are, are using their Instagram pages. And, and, and granted, you may have critiques of them, but this is a grown adult. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she's done anything that necessarily has brought shame to her name or Not to her, her family. Like, she and her draws lighten her say. And if she want to do lighten her say, that's her business. Right. And if you don't like it, then why are you following her? Right. Why are you watching it? You know what I'm saying? So she went to IG and addressed it. And she was kind of teary-eyed when she addressed it, um, which I think is so sad so that sad. society pushed her to that space. Where she felt like, you know, so she had to do that. What was really crazy, bro, she was like, she she admitted she's not doing it for attention. And even it went as far as to say that, you know, she doesn't even think she's all that attractive. Like, so it's so crazy that how mm-hmm. we could think she's so beautiful, right. all these other things, and we never really know how somebody could feel about their own self. Right. Um, but what I also love about it is that she took it in stride. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I'm not going to be worried about what y'all think. I just right. think, like, she's human too, right? Mm-hmm. So I think it just hurts to see that she's living her life, being the 22-year-old free and embracing her sexuality, embracing her body, embracing all of who she is, and the internet just going internet. You know, mm-hmm. and the people do what they're going to do. But anyway, her body, her choice, we support you, Chloe. We, we're here for it. Um, last but not least... Um, bodies have been over the internet all over again. Um, so there was a butcher shop of sorts that have that hit 
the gram, um, Trey Songs decided that he wanted to lay his ham, turkey, and chicken deli meat all over, <laughs> all over the socials. About you know, I guess there was. I, I haven't seen the video. But there was talk about this video. There's some alleged sex tape of mm-hmm. him, um, and the girls have been going crazy. Now I did see some of the reactions on Instagram because I don't I don't tweet with the children, I so I, I'm, I'm not on the Twitter. But Mm-mm. they but the girls have been going crazy. <laughs> they've been mentioning <laughs> Trey. They've been sliding the DMs. They've been sending him not so cryptic messages. Um, but you know it was leaked. Apparently it was a, a full frontal quote unquote so to speak. Um, so. I mean, it's just out there. But, but Brian, have have you let's let's just ask the question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, have you ever made or would you ever make a sex tape? Uh, <laughs> well, I sipped the rest of my sweet tea. Um, have I ever made? No, I've never made a sex tape. Mighty God, not even on a camcorder. <laughs> no. You didn't have your digital camera set up back in two thousand nine. Uh, uh, <laughs> the digital camera. Uh, I have not. Okay. I would if the woman of God would let me, but she ain't down for that. For that, she and ain't she down probably, for. Nah, she probably gonna be mad that I even said this on on, you know. But we're in the trust tree. And, we in the and, trust tree. I, you know, I'm a I'm a let you and Lauren <laughs> deal with those things. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that's well, that's the answer that I needed. Uh, wh- what? <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to know. Oh, okay. Yeah. You going to do, have you made a tape? Have I made a tape? No. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talking about is it like feature film? <laughs> you know, I I know I don't I don't have any I don't have any elongated, you know, tapes out there of me. There there are no, you know. Um would I make one? I I would. I actually have, you know, I may get in trouble for this too, but I don't care. Uh I actually have proposed it. Watch it, delete it. Just not a thing. So, you know, it's okay. It's okay. Right. Um it's but right. but Trey is out here, you know, doing it for us all. So, <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Songs, Mr. Steal Your Girl, <laughs> Goat Throat King, do your do your thing, do your thing. Um, before we close the billboard, there's one thing I want to acknowledge. Okay, and that is Josh Rogers' um, athletic abbreviations. Now, yes. be- now before, before before we go on, I want I want to say that I was inspired by um, a podcasting inspiration, um, mm-hmm. Mr. Kid Fury of the Read. He does Fury sh- uh, Sports Shorts, and I was like, mm-hmm. man, we have something in common. I'm not a big sports fan either. So mm-hmm. I'm going to call mine Josh's athletic abbreviations. And this week in Josh's athletic <laughs> abbreviations, I want you to know that the Grizzlies just ended a seven-game winning streak. Um, they oh. lost to the Pacers last night, but that's okay because they are still doing so much better than people expected. Mm-hmm. How do I know all the things? Because I actually follow the Grizzlies. I may mm. not be a fan, but I follow the Grizzlies. Last thing in Josh's athletic abbreviations is okay. that the popular game that was discontinued in 2014, NCAA football, is coming back uh, per EA Sports. That was my favorite one. I preferred that over Madden. So for all of you who love that joint, get ready. Uh, We're going to be, you know, I, I got a PlayStation. You got an Xbox, Ryan? I have a PlayStation and an Xbox. Okay, well, we'll look at the money. Money, (laughs) money. Okay, so we gonna we gonna get these um these tags and these handles. We Mm -hmm. gonna play some internet games against each other and all that other kind of stuff. So I'm excited. And this has been another update from Josh Rogers. I need like a sound thing. Boom, boom. You do. Uh, do. Josh Rogers athletic abbreviations. Right. Um, Just put put you on Sports Center. Listen, we need our own show. We do. 
We need our own show. Um, but yeah, that's been it. Our, bro. Yes. I'm excited about this episode because we finna open up the door and let somebody in the living room. Right. Well, let, let me excuse me. Not somebody. Some people some into folks. the living room and about to have this. So y'all know. Let me just put this out here right now. This is Black History Month. Mm-hmm. And we finna be black, black. We told y'all that. Black, which black. means every ep- every episode of Jigsaw is always focused on the black experience. <laughs> but um, particularly this month, we're going to be talking about things like um, black authenticity and black mm-hmm. love and black excellence and black productivity. What it means to be a black uh, multi hyphenate, all these different types of things, right. right? And we're kicking it off with our brothers from yes. um, the AF as you know that podcast. Mm-hmm. Our brothers Charles and Chancy are in the living room with us, and we are about to talk about all the things all of in, in terms of black authenticity i think mm-hmm. you're going to enjoy it so grab your drink you got your drink uh you know i'm trying to do better okay you got your snacks or whatever it is grab your things grab i yeah. got my, i got my sugar-free <laughs> candy uh because y'all know i'm trying to try to defeat this dad by so grab all your things get comfortable and let's go into the living room and let's have this conversation yes sir All right, ring-a-ling-a-ling, niggas. We got some people in the building. I'm so excited. Uh, We've had some special guests before in the past, but no guests have been on the podcast uh, like we have today. We have the brothers from AF Podcast on the show today. So please, if you can, introduce yourselves and let us know who you are. I'm going to start with uh, Chansey first (laughs) Uh, and then Charles after that. Oh, yeah. You're putting it all on me. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, <laughs> hello, everybody. My name is Chansey. I am one half of AF the podcast. Um, are we doing fun facts? Or are we just... Go right ahead. Whatever you want to do. Give us a fun fact. Yeah, let okay. us know about, the, about yeah, yourself. A fun, okay. About myself. Um, I'm blessed. Oof. <laughs> <laughs> Play with us like that. Because <laughs> folk God. over here died that's and they never I, died before. That's all, that's all, that's all, that's all I got. That's I, I could run. I, I could run right there. <laughs> okay. Well, you know. Charles, go ahead. <laughs> all right. Hi, everybody. I am Charles. I'm the second half of AF, the podcast. And uh, fun fact about me, I'm highly favored. Chancey is blessed and I'm highly favored. That's Brian, they, they, they listen. They try to take us up on a Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday. <laughs> listen, oh, that's my that's, God. That's what I'm feeling today. Holly Bieber. That's all the hell we went through. E baby, I shine him out. Don't start. Don't, don't start with us. Don't start. <laughs> listen, I'm that's telling you, I will go there. Come in. That's when the we blessings will go. come in. Oh, I'm so excited. Thank y'all for being here. We appreciate you yeah, all for, real, for, for this real. collaboration episode of uh, the Jigsaw and AF. So I'm I'm excited about that. Do y'all, do y'all like games? What type of games? You know, like just games, kind of games, like guessing games, black oh. games, trivia. Yeah, I like trivia stuff, but I also like racing games. And I recently just got into Among Us. I think that's what it's called. But I ain't really into like all the other stuff, you know. I like racing games and fighting games. That's all. Oh, well, I got another kind of game y'all might want to play. <laughs> Among Us. All right, so <laughs> the game is when called This or That. You want to play that? Um, <laughs> two weeks ago. 
<laughs> All right, so so what is this Among Us? Okay. What is Among Us? We are lost. <laughs> oh, see, y'all said games. I'm like, what type of games y'all talking about? Like, huh? No, um, it's a game that all of the, I guess, uh, <laughs> Gen Zers play, new millennials, I guess millennials play now. It's kind of like a game where there's like se- seven or ten ghosts, and you got to find uh, the perpetrator. The perpetrator goes around and kill him, like kills other like ghosts in the mm-hmm. game. And you have to figure out who is the killer by, like, suspicion. But as people are trying to, like, as someone is trying to kill you, they're called the imposter. You have to um, complete missions and things of that nature. Um, and that's about it. I just like it because it's fun and it keeps me keeps me going. But that's that's about it. See, um, you said Gen Z and New Millennials. See, Brian <laughs> is an elderly statesman don't in do the Millennial game. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> don't do that. And I'm like, I'm in the middle. So we, you know. Uh, well, you know, so, sorry, sorry to you men. Sorry to you people. I don't know. I, okay, I can't. sorry to that man. <laughs> I, 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 I wouldn't know no other generation but my own. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mm. Brian, Brian. I'm not. I'm not gonna do this to you on Black Years Month. Let's start again. Let's start fresh. As a as a people, we need to come together. I repent, if there was brother, any time, forgive for me. Us to come forgive me. You are forgiven. Sicily okay? <laughs> Tyson ain't die for this. She didn't listen. She, did, she didn't die for this. She didn't fly she out a, here for this. She lived a long time for us to come together. Listen on this hill land. But she did. Yeah, she left us on this land. Though she did. She left she us really in the game. <laughs> she did. She did. She went up she to yonder, did. honey, and I and I, God rest her soul. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right. All right. So, other than Among Us, I have another game. I think y'all might want to play. So it's called This or That. Y'all ready? I'm gonna ask you okay. a question. I'm gonna give you some options. Right. We're gonna say either this or that. Two yeah. options. You you uh, guess one or choose one. All right. Okay. So first one's gonna be pretty easy. Either sugar on grits or salt on grits. Sugar. I guess. Sugar, that's porridge. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm go with I'm gonna go with salt. Salt. Honey. Yeah, I'm gonna go with salt. Yeah, I'm gonna. Go, that's how my mama make it. Yeah, if it's I sugar, my new cream of wheat. Cream of wheat. I can't do cream of wheat now. I like but you can do sugar enough. on grits. It don't taste nothing like cream of wheat though. <laughs> I put the sugar, I put a little salt just to balance it out, just a little cheese, you know, a little butter. A little razzle-dazzle. A little razzle-dazzle. <laughs> I mean, Charles, Charles could cook, though. So, like, if he put sugar in his grits, like, I probably wouldn't even question it, to be honest. And I thank you because it's good. <laughs> All right, so, got another Next, one. Brian, we got, got another one. Got another one. Spaghetti is a side, or spaghetti is an entree. Answer right, an entree. Entree. Yeah, spaghetti is an entree. <laughs> you spaghetti eat spaghetti with some fried and don't, chicken, and, don't and, don't and you put ask, some fish, put some fried fish on the go, side. No, we do not. No, we do not. No, we, no, we do not eat spaghetti and fish up here. We don't do that. And I knew you was getting. I knew you was going down that path. And I was getting ready to say, don't ask me about no spaghetti with no fried fish. Don't do that. Yes, with some white bread and some slaw. I like. I like my fish on white bread. Okay, I don't like. Yeah, my fish with some slaw and a side of spaghetti. <laughs> a side of spaghetti. Yes, a and spaghetti. The, before you ask, uh, there's some meat. There is meat in the spaghetti. The look on Charles's face when he said a side. of spaghetti like it was just <laughs> just too much i mean you get a side of mashed potatoes you get a side of mac and cheese you get a side of corn collard but greens. a side of spaghetti collard greens you know? with fish 
as spaghetti I mean, as your starch. Veggie meat starch. I, I, I don't know nothing about that. All right, I will say this. <laughs> it is an entree for me. However, I do put chicken on the side of my my spaghetti. I don't know about fish now, but chicken is fine. But you know how much time it takes to put into spaghetti, especially if you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. That ain't no. Listen, that ain't no. That ain't no side. That's an entree. If I'm tired after because I cook spaghetti it, it's is an the, spaghetti is the struggle meal. That's the your mama got fifteen dollars <laughs> to last until the end of the week meal, and that's when you do spaghetti. You know, that's not no grand you know presentation or nothing like that. When when, I, when my mom made spaghetti, we was depressed because we knew we was gonna be eating that for ten days. So, <laughs> pretty much. That wasn't all. Oh, we about to get spaghetti. I was like, oh, okay. We about to have this for the rest of the week. Right. Like, That's like, a tie. Mom, so we get paid again. Right. Exactly. Mom, hungry. You better go in there and get some spaghetti. Warm it up. Put a little paper towel over it so you don't. So it won't splat all over the microwave. Mm-hmm. And Mama will tell you, I ain't cooking nothing else. So that spaghetti is gone. Yeah, gone. Right. Okay. You can eat the spaghetti. <sighs> <sighs> All right, next one. I don't know if y'all watch Housewives, but Josh and I do. So, which is going to drop first? She by Sheree or a Lauryn Hill album? She by Sheree. <laughs> I mean, I mean, she it's self-explanatory, you know. I mean, it's just common sense at this point, you know. She by Sheree. Because Sheree did give us a day. She said spring, mm-hmm. summer, September. So, she, we, we just got to keep looking at You know, and, right. right. And she also had a fashion show. She did at some point, you know, and with and no Lauren fashion. and Lauren no Hill fashions. when she performs with no fashions, and Lauren Hill when she performs in concert, she can't even perform the original arrangement of her music because she cannot. I guess I guess it's not clear for her to do it. So she, so I'm definitely going with Sheree because I ain't even getting to Zion, you know, the way she sung it in 1997. I'm getting to Zion on a piano with a white person playing the violin in the background, probably. <laughs> So, and let's be very clear that I album mean, is going to be as late as Lauren Hill is to all her concerts. So, we the good. worst we'll okay. be waiting for it forever. Forever. Okay. All right. Last one. All right. So, Frankie Beverly featuring Maze before I let go or Beyonce before I let go? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you want to give the original its thing, but I mean, Beyonce did her numbers on that. I'm sorry. I she mean, was a whole I, dance. She she did her numbers. I mean, anything she touches gold. So you know what? I love you know, it's any, original, but any yeah. Anything she touches gold, that's a mother, but like I, I'm gonna have to go with the original. That is a mother though. I love her. I stand her like hard. Like I really beat somebody up over her, which is sad. And like I really shouldn't mm-hmm. feel that way. Like I remember I cussed my boyfriend out over her, but I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 you know <laughs> Custom out, but like I, I, mm, I like both, but I'm gonna go with the original. Yeah, I mean, I used to be a diehard Beyonce fan. I still love her, but I'm not as crazy as Chancy is over Beyonce. But I am a, a a dancer, and I like to choreo, you know, choreograph, put a little, you know, I like to put a little one two step in, and I feel like I could do that with with her version. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to just do the you know electric slide all day to you know the original one. I want to do a little bunny hop, bunny hop. You know, I want to do a little sign. So I, I'm gonna have to go with that one. Okay, that all is right. fair, I guess. But it's always the original for me. I, and we love Beyonce. There's no blue. There's no blue ivy. No Beyonce. No Carter slander over here. But Maze and Frankie Beverly. It's just yeah, that's the one I'm going. We gotta pay homage. Rock, rock. All right, Brian, you ready to jump into the 
into the more serious stuff now? Yeah, let's do that. So, brothers, um, we know this is Black History Month, and you know what I'm saying? We we, we, we black 366, mm-hmm. 25, 8. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? This ain't just no month for us. But this is the time where we take out to celebrate and to really highlight our culture and to really be like out loud, right, in our blackness. So just to jump into the conversation, either one of you all can can go first. But um like as a black man in twenty twenty one, how do you how do you feel like now? What is your overall state of being? And like what does that even mean for you to be a black man today? Ooh. Um <laughs> You know that's kind of like it, it's 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 crazy because like even for me as a black man it's lo- it's a loaded question because like sometimes mm-hmm. I'm like I don't know what's happening like what's next for me or what you know but I think as of right now um, just getting a sense of like self care well being and understanding who I am yeah. first and for- foremost and realizing um, at the end of the day I still have a job to do and that is to lead the way regardless of any of my identities, anything that I'm going through, but also taking that time to have that self-care, like I said, well-being, but I just have to push through, you know, it's a new year, um, and I just gotta make best of what's what's happening. Um, and it sucks, because even saying that, it just sounds like, dang, I'm not even giving myself a time to, like, really feel, but mm-hmm. when you're used to doing that, especially as, you know, a black man, and, you know, you feel like the, um, the weight of the world is on your shoulders, you're just like, I could just gotta keep trucking, so. I think that's that's how I'm navigating, um, and it, it might be different for Chancy and any of you, you guys. No, that's fair because I think sometimes as we navigate, we get like we get numb to certain things. And me and Brian were just talking last night, like we're sick of seeing art, like just from RIPs. Somebody dying every day. These folk are flying up out of here. And I think that kind of sentiment rolls over to being black in America. Like we were talking before the podcast even started, the only black person in the office. Right. So consistently having to like educate and have these conversations and navigating white spaces and all these kind of things. It's tiring. And you just find yourself going through the motions and, you know, trying to figure out how not to snap off on somebody on this particular day at this particular moment. So I, I, a hundred and, 10 percent feel you chancy um i would definitely i would definitely say i feel the same way charles feels um Mm -hmm. to a certain extent um probably not even to a certain extent probably like almost the exact same way i mean like i have never wanted to be anything else besides black but Mm. it definitely does not mean that things are not difficult for me like at certain moments either um and I mean, it, like like you were just saying, like just trying to navigate certain spaces and just trying to, you know, getting tired of always have to educate people, which I feel like is a like daily thing for me because I am the only black person in my division of 30 people. Like, you mm-hmm. know, so like for me, it's just like I, I, I know I get tired of doing it. I know I get tired of always having to have that conversation. You know, not that I not that I get tired of advocating but it's just like at some point in time like adults have to take the time to to research things on their own and be able to learn how Mm -hmm. to like you know just like research things on their own like taking accountability for their own knowledge and like their own like just like the terms that they use and what's okay what's not okay and the microaggressions and just all different types of stuff but I mean I would definitely say I agree a lot with what Charles said because you know, I love being black, but you know, they they be they be trying it. Yeah, and, and that's a fair. <laughs> <laughs> 
and that's extremely fair. Right? Like that having the the, the the I guess the duality of 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 life is the fact of it can be. I'm, I love being black. It's like one of the best things ever. I can do this thing again. Make me black again, um, but it also like it can be exhausting. It's it's mm-hmm. it's extremely dope, and as dope as it is to be black, it can be exhausting. And then some days it's like, oh, I'm just I'm over it. I don't want to deal with this no more. Um, but then the next day you wake up and you're like, God, thank you, I'm black again. I just I thank God I'm black. Um, so yeah, so we, even within that, I know you kind of both are kind of talked about um, being black faces in white spaces. How does it like the authenticity of it all? Like how does how are you able to be your authentic self in those spaces? Um, I think that okay, this is this is just me being transparent. It's always easier for me to be myself in white spaces because I don't care about what they think about me. So I often be who I am. I am my queer black self who happens to love pink. I wear pink everywhere. I support students who are LGBTQ plus, you know, I'm, I'm always on the forefront of, you know, people who are from underrepresented, you know, groups. Um, so I'm very like open in myself when mm. I'm in mm-hmm. white spaces. Um, I think that is just much more harder to, uh, you know, when, when things are happening in this space where, you know, white people are being, you know, racist, whether it be, you know, <laughs> on purpose or not on purpose. It's, it's just, all on purpose. Period. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to be nice for them. You know, I'm just trying to, but I'm just saying, you know, it's, yeah. it's a little harder, especially when, you know, you might not have other people who support you who look like you in that, in that division. Like right. I am... I am blessed to have a black supervisor. I am Mm -hmm. blessed to have other black, um, you know, co-workers. uh, But it's very small, very small amount Mm -hmm. of us. Mm -hmm. Uh, I Mm -hmm. can count on one hand how many, you know. So I continue to be my authentic self. And I I, I especially am like this in white spaces when I do see other black people. Because I can say, hey, what's up? You know, I could throw my hands up, nod my head, and they don't understand. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Um, I mean... Definitely, definitely, you know, uh, agree with what Charles said in terms of like, you know, not really caring what they think. But also, I think what I can say is that it kind of comes from within. It kind of comes from like self love and like really like accepting yeah. yourself mm. and Ooh, realizing that's good. That's good. Know, this is the like this is the skin this is the skin that I have. This is the way that I express myself. These are the mannerisms that I've always had. And it's crazy because me and Charles were literally just having this conversation. Um, with a few people a couple weeks ago um and it's just it it, it just comes from within it's like for me it's like there are just certain things and like just a certain way that i'm always going to be and it's like you know what like there's just things about me that i can't change so like if i'm Mm -hmm. going to make sure that i'm giving out pure and genuine love then i have to make sure i'm giving myself that same amount of love first and making sure that i love on Mm. myself and work through whatever I need to work through and whether that's, you know, mentally or, you know, just like physically or whatever the case may be. Um, it starts from within for me. Like I had to learn how to accept myself. And when I when once I finally became super comfortable and like who I was, nobody's opinion mattered. Like not even like my mom's or anybody else's cause like you gotta mm-hmm. you have to do it for you. Like you can't be, mm-hmm. you know, pretending to make other people happy because at some point it's just gonna wear you down. And that's so great because the great Lauren Hill did say, how you going to win? 
mm. where you ain't right within. Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but no, I, I think that it's so true, right? I think it is really about embracing mm-hmm. every facet of who we are, mm-hmm. good, bad, ugly, indifferent. I don't care if you agree, I don't care if you disagree, this is me. And either you're going to take me as I am, or you ain't got to have me at all. And it's really your loss if you can't have me. Um, I th- me and Brian talked about it in the past where mm-hmm. I had to work to get to the space of being real authentic in white yep. spaces. Um, because I would be a fr- like watermelon is my favorite fruit just in general. Um, but that was this stigma because of the stereotype. Like I didn't want to mm-hmm. eat it, you know what I'm saying, at work for breakfast or whatever, whatever, whatever. But yep. I'm like, you know what? I can be black, educated, professional, and still like my chicken wings fry hard. You know what I'm saying? Like duality is a thing. Black people are not monolithic, and I'm not going to allow Absolutely. anybody, you know what I'm saying, to put me in a box. Like, you know, like like the late, great Richard Penniman said, let it all hang out. Holy mackerel. You know what I'm saying? We go like, we going to live, we going we, we gonna to live out loud. You know what I'm saying, Brian? I, I and I, Brian, I know you too have talked about yep. you know some of those same struggles in the corporate spaces. Yeah, and, and it's kind of the same thing you said with watermelon. I said with chicken. Like I'm not giving these white people the satisfaction of watching me eat chicken and be like, I knew this. I knew they love chicken. Um, but so, but I had to get over that. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. But also working in corporate America, um, uh, I think we've had conversations prior of being in like meetings and like kind of not wanting to be, or, or somebody may say something I disagree with. But they may not necessarily speak up because I don't want to be like the angry black dude or the dude who's just, you know, black people, they want those, they, they difficult on us, right? If you say anything that's contrary to what the, the, um, the room is saying, oh, they're difficult. They, they're hard to work with. They, they can't be coached. They're not coachable. Um, so, yeah, I understand that. Um, but I definitely had to, you know, I guess, like you said, accept who I am and accept my blackness. And like, it, I don't care what I'm going to do. They're going to be afraid. Mm-hmm. There's nothing I can do about that. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't hide it. I can't do nothing. I. It's just I'm gonna be who I am. They're gonna be afraid regardless. If I'm struggling, they're gonna be afraid. If I'm strong, they're gonna be afraid. It's. Just, it is what it is, and I can't do anything about that. Right. But I um, think the beauty of that too, Brian, is that it's not our responsibility to kind of mitigate or change their perspective. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and I don't. And I think so many times as black people, we hold that burden of trying to get people to see us in a certain light. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You gonna you gonna see what you get. And right. this is authentic Josh, you know, authentic Brian, Charles and Chancey. Like this is this is who we are. And like if you can't embrace all of what we bring to the table, I mean, every facet of us. Right. Then like you're no longer welcome in my space. I'm not going to mm-hmm. waste my energy. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying dishing out what I think your perspective should be for me. I can't I can't control that. Um, but that yeah. brings up something super yeah. interesting. Um Recently, y'all know Don Lemon mm-hmm. and the the clip from a couple of years ago with him and um, Simone Sanders, he brought up Omarosa. <laughs> and they were just on that joint laughing and joking and, and cackling, right? But you do know, like, that Don Lemon of today is not the Don Lemon we saw five, six years ago. Homeboy went to Ferguson uh, after the Mike Brown murder and came back completely, completely woke, completely with this new... <laughs> agenda or whatever uh, but before this moment black people really didn't embrace or really accept him for who he was so i guess i'm asking the question like it's about Don lemon but i guess it's a more of a general question do you think in cases like him is pre is the pre ferguson Don lemon the real him or did he just have this awakening or was he the or was the guy we see now was this always Don lemon but now he just has the confidence to be out loud and black and bold or whatever I mean, you have to grow, right? And like, 
I think mm-hmm. that, well, you know what a lot of times was was a lot of the issue is like we tend to police each other's blackness and Ooh, my blackness that is so is good Chancey. <laughs> my black my blackness is not the same as like your blackness as Brian's blackness mm-hmm. even as Charles blackness although mm-hmm. me and Charles are like always like right here with it like you know there are a lot of differences that we also have as well and you know like don't get me wrong like i do feel like sometimes black people can be problematic by some of the things that they say in certain areas like it's it's kind of the reason why like i'm always going to be like f kanye west for the time being because like he does something yes. that's really problematic to a whole as us and a lot of people don't understand that like you know when you have a certain leverage as a black person when you have a certain status things that you can say and the way that you carry yourself mm-hmm. can be damaging as a whole because like Brian already said they already view us to be this way they already view us to think this or to do this or whatever the case may be I feel like people are allowed to grow and change but I feel like if you I feel like for it to be like a full circle moment like you have to acknowledge the fact that you are being problematic too like we not just gonna Mm -hmm. let that slide just because now all of a sudden you're advocating for things that have always been wrong like I need you to acknowledge that you made a mistake too oh that's good that's good Mm -hmm. um so I I'm gonna say I believe people to be them I believe people are themselves when they're at their most vulnerable that's when Mm -hmm. you know who who's really who and what and mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean like crying or boohooing or like you need to know the deepest, darkest depths of my life. But like I feel like when people are showing you who they really are in a vulnerable state and they're like, you know, expressing who they are, then that's who I take them as. You know, I don't, you know, your past is your past. And I think a lot of people, and I was talking to Chansey about this in one of our episodes um, where we talked about like people view you how the, how you treated them in the past and they mm-hmm. can't get over that. So now you're this new reinvented person and they're like, nah, because you did this, you did that. And it's like, okay, that was me and I was in a different state. I think right. that people have different seasons in their life and whatever follows you throughout your life, whatever characteristics of who you are, what you say follow you throughout your life is who you are. You may have said something years ago, but you know you will never say that again because mm-hmm. you knew how much that hurt people. So I feel like some people, like Chancey said, you have to grow. Um, and if people don't grow, then that's their authentic self. That's who they are, you know? Like, so, yeah. Yeah, and that's and that's that's dope because like you, I part of me feels that... Um, Don Lemon, he he is growing, um, mm-hmm. but I think it's even more comfortable, especially in this climate. I think more than ever, it's okay to be openly black, like being like your authentic black self and not holding that back. Um, and then also even think about like as far as it's kind of off topic, but on topic like black forgiveness. Um, it was the change of behavior that black people were like, you know what, mm-hmm. you're right. But in, and to your point, Chancey. Kanye West has, has has been he hasn't done it you know he's continuing to do the same thing and slavery was a choice and kissing Donald Trump and all the stuff and, and the sad thing is some black people still rock with Kanye West and Chrisette Michelle at home ain't got no money like <laughs> what's going on I mean that's I mean that's just ridiculous now <laughs> I mean I just I can't get with that you know um, I, I I don't I don't do Kanye. For many of the reasons that you in which you just said, but you know, I just some people some people are like that. Like, hey, mm-hmm. like I have this. I'm at this, you know, status of living or the status of fame or mm-hmm. what have mm-hmm. you, and I don't have to change because 
my money is still gonna stay the same or it's still gonna right. grow. So I'm gonna show you who I am and show you that I'm gonna still get this money, whether or not I'm nice or not. So like right. people like that, they're really you know setting their ways. But I also feel like there's some other components to you know him. And since we're talking about Kanye, I think that mm-hmm. he has more layers to him that he needs to seek help about right. and for. Mm-hmm. So yes, all that, all those things. He, he got some mental issues. He do, but you know. I, <laughs> And because he's a black man, I still love him, and I want the help for him, but I, I can't do right. that. Well, I don't. Okay, <laughs> I, I, I don't. Okay, yeah, I don't got no. In the words of, I don't. Okay. In the words of Nene Leaks, I said okay. what I said. What I, I said. said. Okay, I said. you know I will always I say said. what I say too. So, <laughs> no, what was don't uh, okay? <laughs> what was Candy's response, Josh? Huh? What was Candy's response to Candy me? said, but what you said <laughs> was some bullshit. Yeah, okay. Yes. No, no okay. but seriously, though, okay. I think, That's Brian, you was. even brought up. <laughs> <laughs> but, Brian, you even brought up a great point in talking about Chrisette Michelle, right? That same grace, the black people, like, the, you know, the black community did not give her that same grace and mercy, right? And, like, like you know, like, to our brothers, like, why do you think that is? Why do we reserve, like, Don Lemon, cool, we great, we gonna grow with you, it's F. Kanye, but then Chrisette Michelle's kind of, like, in the middle box. You know what I'm saying? All I'm gonna say is she's a black woman, and as we know, black women are, that are is true. Un- un- the most unprotected, <sighs> yes. you know, beings Bruh. in this world. So when it comes to yeah. a black woman doing something, they get two times, three times, four times, mm-hmm. You know the flat that black men do, so we're going you we're going to say that. That's how I feel about it. Yeah, and and that's the um, that's, that's the, the thing I kind of talked about black women. Let's let's talk about black women for a second. Um, and, and it's kind of been and we've been seeing it over and over and over. Yeah. Um, and Josh, you actually posted something about it today on Facebook regarding like how we don't protect. Oh yeah, you know black- I you know you know I, I hold us other black men accountable. Right, and and sometimes I think black women are a little more expressive in their blackness. Um, so a black woman can be expressive in her blackness, and it should be deemed loud, ghetto, and all of those things. And black men, we can kind of be the same way. But why do you feel? I guess there's this double standard when it comes to black men, and even black women, in terms of our expression. So for me, it's like, okay, I mean, obviously, like, and I hate to say this and because I hate because I hate the fact that our society even just utilizes this idea to begin with, like, we live in a man's society, we don't live in a women's Mm -hmm. society. Um, I -hmm. mean, we know that we live specifically, we live in a white man's society, you know, that that Mm -hmm. that that's the truth. We don't live in just a man's society. We live in a white man's society. At one point in time, those was the only people that could vote child that could go to college. Um, you know that were able to have bank accounts able to do all that good stuff you know I mean just mm-hmm. in general and so when I think of when I think of you know just the history of that alone like okay one we live in a men's society alright so that's one but two we're gonna throw we're just gonna throw our race into it so like for us it's like black women are always being asked to like tone down who they are 
and kind of pulling mm-hmm. back and it's always like you're doing too much it's extra like it's just like you need to relax you need to calm down when they're just expressing themselves you know authentically but then at mm-hmm. the same time it's like okay but these are our caretakers right these are literally the back that's black women yep. are you know a part of that huge black you know backbone of our community you know they they take care of our families. They they bring our children into the world. They support, you know, their men. Um, they love mm-hmm. unapologetically, in my opinion. Like, I feel like black women love so right. hard. And I feel like a lot of black women oh, yes. see the best in black yes. men. Because, hello, like, they come from them. But at the same time, with black men, it's just like, you know, a lot of them kind of just fall into society's, you know, just stereotypes. A lot of them just kind of, mm. you know... Because a because a general consistent says that it's okay, or because a general consensus doesn't speak up, then I feel like okay, that's why they don't speak up, or that's why specific black men don't speak up. And I always say this: like, if you're not a part of the solution, then like you're definitely part of the problem. So like, I don't see if you, I don't care if you see someone like you know abusing a black woman, but you're not particularly like doing it. Like you're just a bystander. You're just watching. Like, okay, you're right. watching. That doesn't make you any better than the person who's doing it. That's someone's right. mom. That's someone's aunt. That's someone's sister, grandma. You know. You know. Don't get me wrong. We no one's perfect, and we all do make mistakes. But you know, I mean, the way that sometimes black men don't show up for black women, the way sometimes they put down black women. And I remember me and Charles yeah. had like a in depth conversation about this on um what was it Charles was it racist was it was it racist AF. I want to say it was that episode. It probably um, was. I don't mm-hmm. know. It was one of them. We always talk about black and women because we, we love yeah. black women. It so was one we of them. We, we love black women. Yeah. We love black women. And, <laughs> yeah. And we, talk, and we talked about, like, the fact of how sometimes black men, like, you know, like, you know, you know, sometimes you run into those black guys and it's just like, okay, well, I don't really like to date black women. Like, I prefer to date, like, white women or Spanish women or, or you know, whatever the case may be. <sighs> they have their preferences, whatever the case mm-hmm. may be. Um... I just remember him and I just having like a really in-depth conversation about that because like I feel like it's cool to have your preferences but I feel like a lot of the times like a lot of black men are really cool with disrespecting like black women and like your mom is black like her mom was black like you come from a black mom I don't really understand how you could ever really be 100% comfortable with someone disrespecting someone who looks like you like to that extent um, or you mm-hmm. know abusing them to that extent like it just it will always mind blow me. It just will always be mind blown. Yeah. Um, to to piggyback off what you were saying in the last thing um, about black men having black, you know, parents, black mothers, and they disrespect black women. I feel like they never really respected their their own mothers. Right. Mm-hmm. Growing up, they probably had issues with their own mothers, and so the 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 experience with a black woman to them might be a negative experience and Mm -hmm. we don't know everything that goes on behind closed doors you know especially when there is you know a single household so sometimes you have to step up and be certain things at a certain age and when you get to a point of i want to be i don't want to be responsible for nobody i want to be responsible for a black woman i want to be responsible for nothing i just want to get what i got to get and go you know and that's how people never that's how black some black men navigate the world you know Mm -hmm. um so in that regard, I, I, I don't understand that because I know growing up, I've had issues with my mom. But at the end of the day, I will never disrespect my mom and nobody else can disrespect my mom. You get right. what I'm saying? Because yeah. one, she birthed me. Two, she's a black woman. She, you know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't really tolerate res- disrespect against women in general, but especially black women. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So 
Um, I, I agree with everything that Chancey was saying. Everything. I mean, because I mean, you know, and I agree too. Because I mean, when we when we just look at it from like a granular standpoint, black women are so marginalized, right? Right. You know what I'm saying? We, we talked we talked about this is a man's world, but really a white man's world, right? So they're black, they're women, you know. So they're not they have to deal with the racist issues, but then like just like they're they're always put in the back burner, not just by us, but by society. Like black women will show up for the feminist movement, and then mm-hmm. white women will cry and be like, "Well, why y'all got black feminism?" Because when it's our turn, y'all right. don't show up like we showed up for y'all. We'll right. we'll we'll go to your marches and all this other kind of stuff and speak. But when it's time to really show up for black women, right? That same level of just like these white women went out here and kept voting for Donald Trump, and mm-hmm. everything that he was putting in place really affected you too, dear Karen. Mm-hmm. Like it, it didn't, you know what I'm saying? It, it didn't help you either. Here, black women are saving the world, right. and this even in this election, right? And they don't get the honor and the grace that they deserve. Like even thinking about Stacey Abrams, um, you know, she was our superhero down here in Georgia, and now there's this Republican grassroots mm-hmm. organization that's literally called Stop Stacey Abrams. They're they're putting together efforts to stop everything that she's trying to do, calling it unconstitutional, unconstitutional, calling it unlawful. But in reality, there's some of the same tactics that we saw with the MLK, that we saw with the um, Congressman Lewis, and, and and granted, they had their their fair share of fights and battles as well. But like to create in 2021 to allow and boldly create an organization solely based mm-hmm. to destroy and to stop this black woman from doing the good that she is doing really speaks to how little she is valued in the world. And I, and I, and I want to take it another further, as my grandmother would say, and be like, if black men are going to show up in our own authenticity, then it means showing up for black women. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think that there's a level of us that cannot be truly authentic in who we are mm-hmm. if we keep... Like not protecting them, not mm-hmm. having their back, not showing up in spaces, not speaking mm-hmm. out. Right? That may not be my mother, grandma, auntie, sister, but that's my that's a black woman. If I mm-hmm. see her in danger, or if I see something, right, I'm going. To, I'm gonna use my voice. I'm gonna use because while I am marginalized too as a black man, I have the privilege as a man, and I'm mm-hmm. gonna utilize that privilege. You know what I'm saying? To do whatever I need to do in in the most respectful ways that I can do it to make sure that I'm with her, I'm respecting her, I'm by her side. She knows right that they. they they have my support. Um, I just wanted to add on a little bit to that, what you were saying mm-hmm. um, in terms of black women and, you know, people are against them. I feel like personally, when I'm just analyzing things and I might be wrong, but I feel like so many more people outside of just being a man, being a white person are super intimidated by black women hence why they have to go to the extreme to stop them because they know that black women are powerful like extremely i mean look at movies look at media look at things Mm -hmm. that women go through look at like the anatomy of a woman how she can bear child and go through all this pain and all these different things like people are intimidated about black women Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like they're they're so powerful like in so many different regards so i feel like that's that's another reason but that doesn't make it right for anybody to come at yeah not at all you get what i'm saying but yeah it just goes to show like how powerful they really are (laughs) because anything that's not powerful i'm not giving the energy i give you know what i mean so yeah yeah and i think and that's like that kind of goes back to like uh the acceptance like if you can see black women be destroyed that means you some in my, my opinion i feel like you don't necessarily accept yourself um <clears throat> and oftentimes those are the same men who choose other people 
Um, and there's also the ones who end up trying to turn down their blackness, right? They are the ones who want to do the shucking, the driving, and don't want to be authentic in themselves. Mm-hmm. And then they choose somebody else and, and to kind of pivot a little bit um, in terms as far as, you know, downplaying your blackness. Have there been times or moments where you feel like you ha- you've had to do that or you've done it? So you said downplaying I've blackness? Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've always, yeah. I've always, I've always known, I've always known that I was black, and my mom made sure to remind me of that. So like, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, I think we all have like our interview voice, but and, but and that's but, but for me, it's like I don't even feel like in that moment that's downplaying my blackness. That's just that's just me code switching because that's what I gotta do. Right. But you know, to to like like you mentioned earlier, to navigate some of these white spaces. But um, at the end of the day, I'm black, sweetie. You know, and I tell my black, mm-hmm. I tell my people all the time, like, please don't refer to me as a person of color. I'm black. Like I and it's and it's no shade to that Ooh, that's term. Good. It's nothing against that. That's term, good. But I'm black. Like. Person of, color, person of color and being black are two different things because people of color yes. who are all lumped into that category, they don't have the same struggles as black people do. So, like, when you Let's refer to me, I'm black. Like, I'm black, sweetie. Like, just, that's that. Can we drag Kiki Wyatt then? Please. Because she got on the, she got on Tyson's internet. Caping. Talking about black people want the only one with issues. They want the only ones, but your experience, right? Ooh. Even as a mixed woman, right, is not the same yeah. as 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 my experience yeah. as a black person. Mm-hmm. And even with what's the girl, yeah. um, the baby little mama, Danny Lay. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You 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 are a white Latina. You can you you can choose, yes. right? You know what I'm saying? I can't take this blackness off. Mm-mm. I can and even and even women or other people who exactly. are lighter skinned, like I can look at you and tell you black. They don't have the choice to be mm-hmm. like, oh, I got some brown skinned friends. No, they always gonna be black. So Chancey, I like that riled me up because Kiki, I wish I was on that zone with Kiki, so I could have dragged because she was just loud and wrong. Loud. But no reason, girl. Say them tears yeah, and give it to I them ten children. Because we ain't got time for it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see them So I didn't I saw I saw people up in arms about it, but I didn't see it. And if she was doing that then Wow, I'm really she was going. Yeah, I'm disappointed. And going and going back to our conversation about protecting black women, like I'm never going to like blatantly disrespect her, but at the same time, ma, we got to have a conversation because you can't be out here in these streets. Talk, mm. Like being adamant about Like we get it There are other marginalized groups Asian Americans face things Jewish people have faced things Right But Jewish people At their core like If you look at them They white They identify as white You know what I'm saying So I'm not downplaying the Holocaust But they're But they They are not still facing Systematic oppression From what they You know what I'm saying For what happened in World War You know and Kiki was wrong Especially in this country, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. In Especially country. in this country, like oh, yes, yeah. Period. Yeah. She and, was wrong. A hey, period. She's wrong, and not for nothing. But the Jews got, um, if I'm not mistaken, the Jews got a nice little sentiment for a lot of the, a lot of them got. got they got their reparations. We're still waiting on my for the Everybody got reparations I'm except for us. Say, yeah, I believe, I believe, I believe their communities received money. Is that that? Is that right? <laughs> You own it. Okay. I think every community that has been a, okay. every community that's been oppressed by the United States of America has received some type of reparations. Mm-hmm. Like Yana Van Zant said, I need order. I need respect. We need all that. We need all, we need all of it. A- and them coins. <laughs> all of that. And then we want some. the apology and then some. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So I, I think Josh, you kind of said this a little bit earlier too. Um, as far as people of color. That sometimes mm-hmm. they also like try to lump us in, and we're not 
what we're black. I'm black. Are, if you can black. say it, it's not offensive. It's okay. I'm it's black. not offensive. <laughs> like it's not offensive. I love being black. Like it's it is it is my thing. It's a great day to be black every day. Um, so I guess what the question would be if you were to I guess give some I would try to give a lesson to a non-black person um, about being authentically you what would you tell somebody authentically me or them mm -hmm. you you yeah oh I, I don't i need a little quick little second on that because <laughs> i'm usually i'm ready like i'm ready when it comes to that you know um i don't know chancy you want to go first because I, I i can't i don't know <laughs> so i mean if i wanted to give someone a lesson on what it I guess on what it meant to be authentically me was like kind of like what I was talking about earlier, like, you know, loving on myself first, but also realizing that, you know, there are going to be people who literally don't agree with the way that you live. And that doesn't necessarily mm -hmm. make their opinion right. It just makes it their opinion. You know, I am black. I'm, I am gay. Um, I grew up in a single parent household. Um, my experience and the way that I've seen things and the way that I have just navigated the world has just always been different because for me, it's mm -hmm. just always been like, I'm on, you know, like not, not that my walls are always up, but for me, it's just like, okay, I'm always looking around to see what's up. Um, and so for me being authentically myself is knowing that, you know what, I love myself. I love who I am. Um, but I also love myself enough not to put myself in situations where I'm not going to be able yeah. to be my authentic self either. Mm, um, that's good. And 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 like it didn't. And that is a journey. And like, like you know, like 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 we were saying earlier, like everybody's blackness is different. So how you arrive, how you mm -hmm. arrive to that level of wokeness and your blackness, like it's mm -hmm. different for everybody, and it may not look the same. But and that's okay. You know, like that's fine. But like, you know, if I if, if I had to give a non-black person that lesson, I would just have to tell them that like all black people are not the same. Like that's the main message I want you to take away. Like we are mm -hmm. a very diverse community within ourselves. And I think yeah. they all think that we're all alike and we're really not. Cause you know, all y'all aren't alike. You know, some of y'all are serial killers, uh, you know, doing things with your cousins and <laughs> children. You, uh, you know, some of y'all a little inside, more pasty. Robbing, you robbing banks, okay? Blowing up buildings, shooting up movie theaters. All y'all don't do that. <laughs> so, Let's be very clear. You know, all y'all real different, okay? okay. Hello, y'all come in different shades, pasty looking, pink. You know, it's just a different. You know, Listen. it's just a different thing. Um, I realize what. I would tell someone who is, you know, not black or not of color, you know, who I am or how I, you know, am my authentic self. And for a long time, it took me a while to be okay with the fact that I show up and I take up space and it's okay for me to take up space because a lot of times I have this imposter syndrome where if I come into a room, I, I feel like I don't belong. I feel like I should be quiet. I should go into a corner. And because I am a uh, bigger body and black man, there are different looks that I get. And so for me, like coming into a room and being able to vocalize who I am and what I do and also saying, you know, or stating some of the things that I experienced, uh, good and bad, but you know, I am who I am and I love myself. And at the end of the day, I demand respect from everybody. It doesn't matter who you are. Uh, don't, 
think that because, you know, at one point we had, you know, Mr. Orange as our, you know, president that you could show up and say whatever you want to say to me because he set that trend or he set that theme. Um, he's no longer here. And even when he was here, you're not going to try me. So right, just run up, done up. period, like elbow, <laughs> you know, the knuckles, whatever, knuck if you buck, we can get it popping. It's nothing. It's never been nothing. I'm from Jersey, and I already I tell people all the time I like to fight. So if you if you want to get into that ring, it's fine. But no, like aside, <laughs> <laughs> but aside from that, like um, just you know, just showing up and taking space and 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 being who I who I am and 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 just being my bubbly self and also not trying to be performative for people. Like I don't have to be performative for you because. I want you to see me in a different light from how you see black people or how they how we are portrayed on media or and just in the world. That is I, I agree. I couldn't have said any of that stuff even better. And like and forgive me, people who are out there, if you have not noticed, today's conversation is all about black authenticity. Mm-hmm. Showing up <laughs> as you are, who you are, and living out loud in your blackness and, and in your, you know, in your God given self. But as we wrap up the conversation, right, we want to end this with another game where mm-hmm. we talk about black culture, right? We, we, mm-hmm. we put all this blackness on display. So in this one, we're going to ask some questions. Some of them are filling the blank, so we need y'all Ooh, to, Lord. you know what I'm saying, take it all the way off mute so we can be ready, <laughs> ready, okay? And okay. some of these are going to be straight-up okay. questions. Okay. <laughs> so. Let me get my Google together because I don't okay. know. <laughs> don't do that. I'm so So who are we all rooting for? Black. Everybody black. Ding 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 ding. It was like, <laughs> okay, that's an easy question, right? Easy question. All yep. right, here's a, here's another one. What did Florida Evans from Good Times say when she found out James had died? Damn! 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 damn, damn. damn. <laughs> damn. <laughs> yes. <Next>. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. This is a, a, a just a question that's probably gonna be different for everybody, but. Who is your mama not? None of your little friends. That's it. <laughs> she wasn't the one for me. Growing up, she wasn't the one. She, was, <laughs> she, she wasn't, wasn't the, the one. one, and then she passed that down to me, and then I became not mm-hmm. the one either. So <laughs> Listen, listen I, like to, I like to tell people I'm not the one or the two. Or the so two. If you, <laughs> so if you got two. options, okay. I ain't the one of them. Okay. okay. None okay. of them. <laughs> My mama okay. said she was not boo-boo the fool. Okay, that too. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm not okay, moving the food. That too. All right. So f- fill in the blank. In this kind of world, I'm glad I got my girl. Oh. <laughs> I keep your head up there. <laughs> keep your head up. That's right. I don't know. But Charles got uh-huh. it. Okay. Uh-huh. Keep Charles going. Got it. Charles, uh-huh. keep Charles going. Got to my it. left and my right. True blue. We're tight like We're tight blue. like glue. Yeah. We're living. Okay. Mm-hmm. Single. There we go. In the 90s kind of world. In the 90s kind of world. There we go. Oh, my God. Charles got it. Charles got it. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Finish this line. Mama say, Mama sa. Mama kusa. Mama Okay. Okay. Here's, an, here's another one. All my life I had to fight. Yes. I, I mean, listen, these are just okay. things. These are just the things that we should these, know. These are, listen. These are the things. We, we got three more. 
I'm trying to give Chancey a time to, okay. you know, some time to join yeah. in, but, you know, okay. I, I get so, excited. Okay, so Chancey, this one's for you, and it's super easy. In West. Oh, Philadelphia born and raised on the playgrounds where I spent most of my days. <laughs> okay, real serious. Yeah. I was just down there last week. I was just I was just down there last week. Get my hair cut. Okay. <laughs> All right. Now this one this one is a little ratchet, but we live for that over here a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. Finish this. Oh, fin- no, finish these lyrics. That's fine. Slob on my knob, like corn on a oh, cob. Check in with me. <laughs> like hey, and, the and do your job. Check in with me. And do your job. Lay open it. And get the head. Don't have to ask. Don't have to be. Don't have to be. Don't have Please don't touch. I say it been over. Then it came older. I started to knock. Yes. Listen, uh, okay. Listen, listen. You know I'm from Memphis, so that's that's my heart, right? Where there. you from? Is, I'm from Memphis. Oh, one of my so three six is my people. Okay, that's my people. All right. So this is the la- this is the last question. We've been extra black. We've been extra super black. black. But super black. That's on who? Period. Mm mm. That ain't oh. what that's I'm looking for. Oh, okay. Chancey okay. know what I'm looking for, and that's oh, on no. who? And, and that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb. That's oh, on yeah. Mary Had a Little Lamb. <laughs> that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb, period. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's on Mary Had a Little Lamb, period. <laughs> and, I, and, I only, and I only know that because he, he had been saying that for the last month, okay? <laughs> Listen, that thing. Darrell is a cultural icon. Okay. John said that's on who and I, I said that's on period. <laughs> but 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 any other time but any other time that is on period though. So I'm not mad at you for saying that because any other time that yeah. is on period. So period. But brothers, we super, super enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that we would have wanted to kick off this with anybody else because this oh. was I mean this was just dope. No, for real, right. for real. This was Black History Month we, we had we to be fresh. Like, we appreciate y'all so much. And yeah. this is just like a, a great yes. a great end of the night. Yes. <laughs> you know, Issa Rae is one of our, you know, one of our executive board members in our head, and she taught us to network you know, to your left and to your right. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So we, you know what I'm saying? So we go, we, we connect with our brothers. I wish y'all could see Charles. Okay. Air traffic control. Listen, air traffic control. Okay. Ushering. Ushering. Okay. Where the money reside. You know what I'm saying? Where the money reside. Where the money reside. Where the money reside. But brothers, before, before we lock before we end this segment, tell the people how they can follow you, how they can follow the AF podcast, or any announcements, anything y'all got going on. Let the people know. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you can follow us on uh, uh, Instagram. We are also on Twitter. Uh, where else, Chancey? Come on, help me, because we on everything. Uh, <laughs> well, no, I mean, we, we got a Facebook page, too. It's as... F, but it's spelled with an X, so F X C K. The podcast on Instagram, um, Twitter, Facebook. Um, I want to say Charles's Instagram name. Oh my goodness, it's underscore Charles with like a whole bunch of A's and R's. I know that. Um, <laughs> it's three A's, okay, and two it's S. It's three A's. I mean, okay, three it's, S. The, it's three A's. It's three A's. It's three A's. And then I'm fashion driven twenty one. Um, but yeah, that's how you can find us. And y'all make sure y'all go follow, y'all go like, y'all go subscribe, yeah, y'all subscribe. blow up them listens. We give, listen, we tell the people, you give five stars, you don't give no ratings at all. We don't want no fours, no threes, Hello. none of that. Hello. We don't, we don't, we Hello. don't do C's over here. We want Hello. fives. We want five. five. 
Okay. Five. Five. Okay. And the good all comments, the okay? We, all the listen, things. listen. We're we going to manifest this. Okay. We're going to all be on the new and noteworthy. We're going to be on all the lists in 2021. That's what it's going to be. Uh, right. But, brothers, we, we do a segment called uh, I Am My Brother's Keeper where we talk about uh-huh. black man self care. So, y'all want to hang out with us just for a little bit while, a little, little while do. longer. Absolutely. Please do. Yes. Bet. Let's, let's get into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Of all course. Right. Yeah. Usa. All right, we are here at I Am My Brother's Keeper, where we talk about black man self-care. So, Charles, I'm going to start with you. What are you doing or what are you going to do to take care of your black self? I am going to take many bubble baths. I am going to listen to a lot of music. That's what I've been doing. Oh, that's good. Um, I take walks, um, and I have been recently going to the gym. And I'm also a dance fitness instructor, so I'm constantly working on my craft. Yes, shaking sweat will be off its feet soon. So those are some of the components that I do. Yeah, Come through shaking sweat. All right. I love that. Chancey, what about you, man? What you got going on for self-care? For me, it's just, it's real, it's always real simple. I mean, I love a good face mask. Um, that is like my thing. Like I'm like Charles can tell you, I'm all about my skin. Um, I, an occasional glass of Moscato. Um, I listen, I, I listen to music just as much as anybody else. I actually have a playlist. It's, um, it's actually titled Slow Bitch Music. Um, and it's perfect. Okay. Uh- <laughs> Send that to me. Slide that over. Slide that over. I mean, I never knew you had that chance. You gotta slide that on over, okay? I'm gonna slide. I'm gonna slide. It's 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 growing, okay? So I want to make sure you know it gets to the the appropriate amount of slowness, okay? But I listen to that. Um, light my candles. Um, oh my goodness. Just relax, Faroon. Just take it easy. I am not as athletic as Charles is, so. A part of my self-care is, you know, just manifesting this good old uh, nip and tuck and, and, and liposuction. I'm just speaking to my life. But that's it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Manifesting. 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 That's part of my self-care. Yeah. Manifesting that. Yes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, what you got? Oh, this week, uh, my cuticles are wildly overgrown. So I will be I will, I will manicure, um, uh, invested in my in my in my own self care, and I mean we we still in a Panera bread. So I'm probably just gonna be resting and chilling, you know, do some at home workouts in the gym. Um, Charles, I teach a group fit class too, so that's why I like I I love that. So um, preparing myself for that, and um, probably really relaxed because Brian, you know. February is my no days off challenge. I'm mm-hmm. exercising 28 days straight. So probably making sure I get my, my phone rolling, all that stuff going so I'm so I can walk. Um but that's about it, bro. How about you? Um you you remind me of the the challenge. I was going to be like Chancey and say just drink wine. But <laughs> I mean drink your wine. <laughs> that, was, that was my thing just drink wine <laughs> and just live life. I deserve it. You deserve you just you work hard, bro. You deserve you deserve, deserve all the it. good things. All the good things. Period. That's it. Give me the wine. I'm 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 there. <laughs> Call me Jesus. <laughs> Call me Jesus. What? Every time I watch, I'm <laughs> right. I'm out of breath. Listen, I, I, it's there to inspire you, bro. Okay, it's, it's listen, every time I watch this story, I just be out as I'm eating my ice cream. I'll be looking. I'm like. I'll, I'll be looking. I'll be like, wow, he is really he he is he is jumping on blocks. 
<laughs> and he he is jumping off and off. <laughs> I'm just like. I'm, uh, God, I'm just like, God bless that man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. We didn't have some fun in this here dancery. Shout out to Mother Blige. Oh, um, but we <laughs> Protect her at all Listen, costs. We, we protect Mother Blige, y'all, because we love Mary J over here. But no, we're going to move on and go into, um, go into the P.O. Box. But brothers, we appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Mad thank love you. to y'all. Prayers up for y'all for much continued success. Um, and Brian, let's go to the P.O. Box. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Oh, yes, wait a minute, Mr. Bowman. Wait, wait, hey, 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 Mr. Bowman. All right, we are here at our P.O. Box segment, and I think we have something in there. All right, let's do it. Let's go. Oh, we have two things. Okay, we have uh, an update from last week with Gregory Hines. Uh, oh, that's what we called him? Yes. Okay. Greg, tap, Gregory Hines. Tap, 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 tap in. Yeah. Gregory Hines. Oh, okay. So Gregory Hines said, hey, guys, I wanted to give you an update about me and my girlfriend before I can even think of a way to bring it to her, bring to her my thoughts about the pregnancy test. She came over and started to talk to me about it. Admittedly, she had missed a period in December, but the original test was negative. But here came January and it never came. Hence the test at my house. <clears throat> Excuse me. She did say. That she did not try to leave it there for me to find, which is which is cool. Cool. More so, she was afraid at the result and quickly trashed it without thinking. Long story short, I'm about to be a dad. Congratulations. Congrats. You sound yeah. kind of. I get you. Don't sound sad. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm about to be a daddy, and we are working through what that will look like for us specifically in a pandemic. Y'all was having good sex in this pandemic. Listen. Panera bread smashing Listen, Panasonic (laughs) Panini press, for real (laughs) Panoramic Um, I still plan I still plan to propose this spring All is well, my jigsaw brothers Thank you for the update Yeah, we appreciate it, and I'm glad that everything has worked out And that you were able to, you know, I think you were stressing Mm -hmm. Like we say, unnecessarily So, good That's that's good to hear, that's good to hear All right. so we have a new letter Okay uh, we do need a synonym. That that brown's word. What is the word I'm looking for? It's pseudonym. Like, <laughs> pseudonym. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's <a> synonym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. I knew what you were saying. I was just rolling with it. I was rolling with it. I, I promise you. I wasn't. Uh, I, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna stop. <laughs> Martin Luther King didn't die for this. I, I, <laughs> Listen, you wasn't this sacrifice for this. <laughs> But go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> pronouns he and him. Okay. Uh, who want me to give him a name? It's Black History Month. It is. So we gotta, it has to be a good one. Tabarius. Tabarius. Okay. Tabarius. All right. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a good black name. Mm-hmm. What does Tabarius look like? Uh, Tabarius is about five nine and a half mm-hmm. but he say he's six foot oh mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> you know solid bill probably got one of them twist out curly things that the young folk wear <laughs> yeah that's him okay mm-hmm. all right <clears throat> tavarius right tavarius mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me all right so hi josh and brian my name is tavarius and i am a white man oh <laughs> well wait a minute <laughs> Wait a minute, that changes. Let me, let's retract. Let me see. What is wow. a white? What is a white? First of all, 
welcome wow. to the party because I didn't know why people listen to us. So, um, wow. <clears throat> okay, so not Tavarius. Let's do. I mean, plot twist. Uh, what is a black name that white people have? <laughs> um, so there's a white boy who works at my job, and he's actually not even, he's older. His name is Trey. <laughs> I was about to say that, Trey. So let's go with Trey. We'll go Trey. All right. Hey, hey, hi, Josh and Brian. My name is Trey, mm-hmm. and I'm a white male who recently got into a committed relationship with a beautiful black woman. Well, I don't blame you. Okay. Yeah. Black I mean, you woman, saw the light. Right. Black woman <laughs> are magic. Uh, I was raised by a pretty accepting family. Okay. The topics of race and culture did not come up as much as we were mostly confined to our little white suburban community. I'm sorry to hear that. Mm. Uh, race became more of a thing when I did. A, when I, excuse me. Race became more of a thing when I did a domestic exchange program and spent a year at an HBCU. My God. Jesus. Congrats. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, being exposed to the culture and African-American focused curriculum was a learning experience and gave me the perspective that I would have never gained otherwise. During this time, I met the woman I am now involved with. Since we are an exclusive, since we are exclusive and committed, we are at the point where we're spending more time with our respective family and friends. Ironically, we are from the same metro area. So during the pandemic, even though we attended different schools, we have been able to spend uh, we have been a- able to be together recently one of my closest friends another white dude asked me if I was sure about getting serious about my girlfriend mm-hmm. he kept making undertones about how he I see where this is about to go he kept making undertones about how he could never do it and how I passed up on some quality women in, in our neighborhood in a former high school I know what you're trying to say mm-hmm. insisting my girlfriend was not quality let's find out who this dude is and go, go see about Ooh. him why do you have to send this to a black history month? Go ahead. <laughs> right. I was pissed when he said that. Th- I was pissed when he said this and immediately ended the conversation. Here's my dilemma. My birthday is coming up and my girlfriend was attempting to put together a distance small gathering for the occasion. My friend's name came up and in cutting down the list, my girlfriend was really flabbergasted that I decided not to decided to not include him on the list. However, oh, excuse me. How do I approach this? Do I tell my girlfriend what happened? How do I deal with this friend? I know this is Black History Month. It sure is. Mm-hmm. You sent this letter. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I would not be mad if you chose not to entertain my white soap opera mess. <laughs> and it is. <laughs> but I figured I would give it a shot. I would really love your insight. Thanks again for considering the letter. And I love the show. Trey. Trey. <sighs> Ooh. You want to? I can go first. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Because I, um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Well, well, first, first, Trey, thank you for writing in to us. Thank um, you. It is Black History Month, and we normally don't let colonizers in here during these moments, during Black History Month. But, you know, you are dating a black queen, so we got to make sure the black queen is taken care of. So we're looking out for our sister. We're looking out for our sister. And we, we appreciate you, too, though, for your listens we and do. your love for the show. So there's, oh, yeah. there's that. And well, I appreciate you for your love for black women, right? Um, mm-hmm. Your newfound can, love, though. Your newfound that's, love for black women. Let's start there. <laughs> right, because black women are amazing, so I get it. You saw the light. Um, you went to the HBCU, and you just just got exposed to all the good things that black people have to offer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I get all of those things. Um, your friend is trash. Let's just start there. Yeah, dumpster. Uh, just trash. Um, I get the context in terms of you from a white neighborhood, white community, so... What I often feel is that 
some of the issues that we have as Americans and as when it comes to culture and race and stuff like that is just lack of exposure. Um, oftentimes, the, most of the people that who hate other people have really never been exposed to said people that they hate. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the most aggressive people that hate Muslims have probably never Muslim, never met a Muslim. Um, people that hate black people, all their their um, thoughts and ideas and ideology terms in terms of black people is off what they've seen on TV. They probably never even lived around a black person. Um, and here it is: you went and you lived and you fellowshiped around black folks for a certain period of time, and you understood that man, these people are amazing. And I don't want to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I understand. I'm, I'm gonna say I understand where he's probably come from because he's probably never experienced it um but yeah he's still trash for that um you have to i'm gonna I'm address you uh mm-hmm. you have to check him yes because i think the worst thing would i couldn't be friends with somebody who like just despised my wife mm-hmm. you know i couldn't no, yeah the, absolutely not and it just makes things awkward for everybody. The blessing of it all, I want to say, within our relationship, our friend group, is that our wives love our friends and vice versa. Um, so I don't know if I could have been in a situation where you are in love and, you know, my friends have an issue. And that, mm-hmm. I could, that, could, that couldn't work. Um, and you need, to, you need to, I would tell her, I don't care. Tell her that your friend is trash. You can explain and say, hey, he doesn't, you know, you can be like, hey, he doesn't understand. He hasn't really been around black people. Um, he probably likes Donald Trump. He probably has a red hat in his mm. closet somewhere. Mm. Um, so I, I, I would tell her. But I, he's still not invited to the party, though. Yeah, no. Because I wouldn't subject my beautiful black queen to <clears throat> that foolishness. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to I'm going to stop there and let you let you say what you got to say. So one thing that I would do is I probably would play like I was his friend to find out if he was at the Capitol on January 6th, huh. get, get evidence of that and submit it to the authorities to get him arrested. I just I'm just petty <laughs> like that. Uh, <laughs> but no, on a serious note, I think your I think flaw number one, if you really want my insight, since you mm-hmm. you you asked us, mm-hmm. um, your first issue was that you didn't you ended the conversation without addressing it. There is no way. Mm-mm. I would have just I can I get that you were pissed and you probably felt conflicted in your friendship in the moment. But if you mm-hmm. were that pissed, I think you, the uh, the authenticity of your anger should have come out, and you should I would have been loud and belligerent and be like, "What you mean? I missed that." You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. then I would be started calling the role of all the trash women from my high school and neighborhood mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that does not even compare right, right to the woman that I have, and I don't think. And and I would hope this anyway, but I I, I I don't think that you chose this black woman because you are now infatuated with blackness. I think right. you happen to, like Brian said, you had the the grace, the privilege mm-hmm. um, to attend an HBCU. And and, and it's, it's common, right? Because I remember I when I was at Morehouse, though I, I don't remember his name because I didn't meet him, but of course Morehouse is small. Um, let me take that back. I did meet him. I don't remember his name because we didn't interact often. Mm-hmm. But this brother was from like University of North Dakota or something. And he came and spent a year at Morehouse. Um, he stayed in my dorm. So I definitely saw him often. But like, so those kind of domestic exchange programs, and, and usually they're not just for HBCUs. You can literally, if your school offers it, you can right. go anywhere. So you could have went to, um, I don't know, 
Vanderbilt, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you chose an HBCU, and probably because you did have some kind of, like, if you didn't grow up around <clears> it, <throat> you probably were curious about the black experience, right. wanted to know more, especially in this time of, like, social and civil unrest. I could mm-hmm. see why, if you are an ally, right, which you seem to be, um, how you wanted to be to learn and to be educated. And so many times, y'all ask us to educate you, and you set yourself up in the environment. Where right. your privilege, because I'm in HBCUs, we don't hold our tongues. Where, so your privilege can consistently be checked, where right. you can learn about the black experience from um, a professional and collegiate um, standpoint, you know, from academia. So I think that was rude. That was mistake number one. Number two, when your girlfriend was building the list, I don't think she was flabbergasted um, that you didn't choose him because she's like so close with this dude. I think she was more taken aback because. She probably knows the extent of your relationship with him. Therefore, she's like, you know, let's just call him, you know, Chad. Chad ain't coming. You know, it's probably one of those things. Right. Uh, But I think that was your opening mistake. Number two for not uh, saying something in that moment. Uh, But regardless of the previous mistakes that you made, it is incumbent upon you in this moment to go to Chad and be like, listen, bro. Number one, you're never going to disrespect my girl. Um, never. Never. And then talk about the ways in which you are offended, how off, off-putting that is, how tone-deaf it is, how racist it is. Let's call a thing a thing. And right. that's the – and white people always ask us sometimes, what can we do? What the, when the number one thing you can do mm-hmm. is in moments like this is use your privilege to check your white friends and family members yep. because you, it's these moments that's going to put them in place the most. It's not necessarily them hearing a great speech from Joe Biden or, you know, hearing something over here. It's, it's going to be their personal, intimate friends that they end up losing, that they end up having to sacrifice relationship, years of relationship and, and connections to because of their own ignorance and their willful agreement with racist um, ideas and ideologies and all those different types of things. So you need to check him. I mean, and check him into the ground and let yes. him know, like, bro, honestly, be- not just because it's my girlfriend, but this is likely the end of our friendship. Right. Because I can't be around a person who even thinks about black people, black humans in right. this way. So if you want my advice, you know, y'all ain't dating. That's why I can't say break up with him, but break up with him in that friendship. <sighs> it's, it's, it's a wrap. There's no conceivable way. Like, and I think what Brian said, I can be friends with somebody who didn't like my wife, but like, that's because they if they didn't like her, it was a personality issue. But I'm still not going to be like, I just couldn't probably be cool with you. But to right. add insult to injury is also simply because she's black. Right. It's not because y'all don't get along or y'all right. like, you know, they had a beef. No, it's, it's literally because she's black. And then went so far to say that you passed up on some other good women. You take you, your thin lipped flat booty friends from high school, <laughs> and with your pale pink skin, and y'all go on somewhere and go burn in the sun. <laughs> but what you will not do <laughs> is sit here, right, and condemn me for my choices right. for what I've decided to do. And the, and I and I get, it. bro, this is not the first. You're you're gonna face consistent behavior. There's gonna be people. Mm-hmm. Unlike me and Brian, who ain't gonna be happy about your relationship, other black men, who ain't gonna be right. happy about that you dating a black queen. You know what I'm right. saying? I ain't. I mean, it is what it is. She chose you too, right? So right. I, I can't be mad at that. And I'm also married, so I really don't care a whole whole lot. The mm-hmm. only thing that I want you to be prepared for this is not the end right. of, of 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 your battles, right? So you just gotta be prepared to fight those battles. And I'm about to wrap it up. Be prepared to fight those battles and be prepared to check racism. Every single time, every opportunity, you 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 can't get tired. 
Mm-mm. Because when you decided to date this woman, and if you all decide to get married or whatever, whatever, yep. this is a consistent fight. And then your kids are going to deal with it. You're, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's going to be it's it's forever, bro. Mm-hmm. It's forever, bro. So thank you for writing in. Welcome, thank you. Welcome you. You know, and and you know, I guess you're a part of the cookout because you're here. Um, you will get, you can get kicked out, so don't mess up. Uh-huh. But, but uh, if you don't have this black, you're her plus one. Yes, but we, <laughs> but we thank you for coming. We thank you for coming. Um, and yeah, bro, let's let's get into some greater conversation and let's let's wrap up tonight's episode. All right, let's go. Let me talk. Let me talk. Alrighty, uh, we are here to rant and rave about some things, and um, I got something kind of quick and easy um, that I want to rant and rave about, and it is really, um, let me just say this, institutions and corporations who, number one, do not honor Black History Month. Right. Let's start there. I, I You know, I've said it before. I said it again. I'm the only black person in my office, and I don't expect you to throw me a parade. In fact, I would feel some type of way if you feel like you had to do something big just for me. But the mere acknowledgement of it, because I am a black person, there's one other black person in our office, in another, we only have two officers, so one here and one somewhere else. I won't expose it, um, but at least some acknowledgement of that it is Black History Month. I don't expect it, but that's that. Then on the flip side, you got these other big organizations who do all this performative stuff, mm-hmm. you know, changing their logo to you know black, red, and green, and all these different type of things. Just let the black folk get together and do what they're gonna do. Charles said it. Um, I'm not sure if he said it in our conversation or if he said it pre-recording, but I, Brian, I remember him saying that at mm-hmm. his job, the black people were getting together and um, they, they they invite them. Like, this is what we're doing. If y'all wanna come and learn and celebrate, you're welcome, but mm-hmm. this is what we're doing, right? right? So just just let the, black, the ERGs, right, the employee resource groups, let them do their thing. Let them celebrate. Let them be loud and proud. And you know what I'm saying? Like, we celebrate black history all year. But oh, yeah. allow us these moments to be super loud and authentic and in our full selves. And if even if you don't do anything as an organization, be respectful of that space. Mm-hmm. It's all I'm saying, right? Respect that space. Respect that, you know what I'm saying? Like, when Cicely Tyson died, like, Right before Black History Month or the uh-huh. the first day of it, respect the fact that the black community is mourning. You know, so you mm-hmm. ain't got to understand it, but just respect our space and the and the uh, the sacredness. That's what I'm looking for of our heritage and right. how we celebrate and what all this represents. So uh, I'm not going to really rant and rave on on y'all like to a T. I'm not going to get too granular with it, but what I will say is. Respect the fact that we're celebrating, and black folk, please celebrate as loud and as and as hard as you want to and as you can. That's it. Right. Wonderful. Okay. Well, <laughs> my great conversation is gonna be really short. Um, this is for Joseph Biden and all y'all in, in the Capitol. Yeah. Okay. Um, y'all been in office and all that kind of stuff for 14 days, and y'all have not run these people their money. <laughs> um, y'all got one more Friday. To not run these stimulus checks out, and we're gonna be on this phone call. We should, we and y'all ain't got that third stimmy. Y'all need the, the, the I'm telling you now, Joseph Robinette Biden the second Robinette. <laughs> um, if you don't run these people this money, it's gonna be a problem. I I personally I'm I'm not I don't need the stimmy, but I know it's gonna be an issue. So make sure y'all get these stimmies out, um, because Black History Month is a short month. 
And we black folks are happy now. The people are happy right now. But if they don't come out, it's gonna be a problem. So run I need money. My, I need my stem. I'm trying to buy a house. That's going oh. toward my down. That's going toward my down payment. <laughs> run me my check. <laughs> I can rock. I can use it. Run me my check. <laughs> run the check. Run me my check. All the coin, Shoot. especially black people. And and I'm. That's not. Uh, we need to see some some stuff. We need Joseph. You've been signing all these uh, you know, these executive orders and actions and all that kind of stuff. We need to see some good black black stuff on your desk. So one, run these stimmies. Two, I want you to start signing some black people stuff ASAP. ASAP, surely. And that's it. And that's it on was, who? Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> Joseph steps on. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, and that has been another episode of the GSL Podcast. Uh, we want to, again, uh, before we think, we love y'all, but we want to thank Charles and Chancey, yes. uh, our brothers from another microphone, um, came on the show and shut it down. They did. Um, we got to bring them back, bro. We did. It wasn't enough time. When I tell you, like, and this is just not us saying that to be PC, like, we legit got to bring Charles and Chancey back. Um, right. Y'all, you know, you know the kind of love y'all showed us when we did, like, the welcome back when we first came back, we did a straight up culture code episode. Mm-hmm. We got to do another with them because I feel like that <laughs> that one will be crazy. Um, yes. So I'm super excited about the opportunity to network and to expand and to grow um, and to just build relationships with other black creatives uh, being authentic to who they are. So thank y'all for accepting the invitation. Thank y'all for getting on our platform. Um, we appreciate y'all. Much love to oh, you. Yeah. And um, and thank you, um, um, podcast family, Puzzle Pieces, for oh, yes. for listening. Y'all, I, we've been seeing y'all share the flyer, adding y'all mm-hmm. songs to it, um, and all that different kind of stuff. So we appreciate the love and the engagement. And keep telling somebody. Tell a friend or tell Please. a friend. Um, Five-star ratings, subscribe, all That's that it. different kind of stuff. Um, we love y'all. We love y'all. We love y'all. Brian, anything you want to share? Um, just follow us. Uh, Instagram, uh, The Jigsaw Podcast. Go to our website, The Jigsaw Podcast. Dot com. com. <laughs> support support black business. Support, you know, black folks. Support a black black podcast. Tell people about us. Uh, follow us on the various platforms. We don't do the Twitter, like we said earlier. Mm-hmm. We might have uh, to get a, a podcast Twitter at least. We maybe. might. So we could just get some jokes off on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you can follow me at I am Brian here. You can follow Josh at I am Josh Rogers. That's where I'm it. Uh, we are on Facebook. We're on all the different places. Uh, I think that is... It. So before we go, Josh, let the people know what they need to do. Um, to recap from last week, wear your mask, wash your tail, and oil your feet. Mm-hmm. I just think that's just we just need to continue to remind some of you because you forget. Uh-huh. Okay, I saw right. more sockless, and it was twenty something degrees in Atlanta. You have no dang on socks, your feet was ashy. Uh, but after you do that, remember mm-hmm. here's the things that you can also do. Right. Um, do what you can uh-huh. while you can, mm-hmm. the very best ways that you can. But what don't you dare ever get caught. With your black business and your black work undone. (laughs) Until next time, we love y'all. That's a wrap. Good night. Good night, y'all. Peace.